Hello, 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 and welcome to Puff Puff Pass Sober Thoughts, where me and Christian talk about all the movies that we watched this month while not high. So, Christian, mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your favorite movie that we did this month? Uh, my favorite movie was probably Bad Times at the El Royale. Of course it was. But that's just because that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> so, how do you want to do this? Like, do you just want to, like, talk about contagion and then work our way up yeah we can go in order okay okay so contagion okay it's been a while yeah but yeah that's a movie (laughs) it's a movie to quote harry styles Mm. did you see he uh he had a concert in new york I think yesterday. Oh yeah, and he talked about spitting on Chris Pine. He's like, I, I was recently. In, he's like, it's great to be back in New York. I was recently in Venice, where I spit on uh, Chris Pine. And all the girls were like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. But um, no, yeah, but he, uh, yeah, it, it was it was a really good movie. I mm-hmm. liked it. I liked it. Was a new take on like the thriller, where mm-hmm. normally thrillers you think there's like a killer chasing you or something, mm-hmm. but this. There was a killer, but I mean, it's not like a physical thing that you can, that you can see something yeah. tangible. Yeah. Um. I noticed that in other like when I was like editing like podcasts and stuff, like you called Contagion like World War Z, World War Z like a lot, like a lot, a lot, and like. <laughs> so did you think you were watching World War Z well, or something? Well, I, I literally <laughs> just. I, I was kind of, I just finished reading the book mm-hmm. and I was drawing a lot of parallels yeah because you would think it living in a society as advanced as, as ours mm-hmm. you know not no no pride there or anything but yeah. like you would think that you would be immune to things like that mm-hmm. same thing in World War Z as in contagion there's this disease spreading mm-hmm. and you think that since you live here you're far away from anywhere because mm-hmm. normally people think of like areas that get affected by disease and they're like oh uh, areas where they don't have access to like very well established healthcare systems mm-hmm. or there's a lot of poverty or you know things like that they're, yeah. they're already struggling and the disease is a byproduct of that struggling and mm-hmm. it will further make the struggling worse you know and so it's this perpetual cycle things like that but like so I was drawing a lot of parallels between both the book and movie for World War Z mm-hmm. and the movie Contagion, mm-hmm. uh, especially because uh, Beth. Yeah. No, not Beth. Beth was. Uh, Beth uh, died first. Yeah, Beth was going to Paltrow, mm-hmm. not Beth. It was the CDC work uh, doctor. What? what Which what? one? <laughs> the the main girl. Well, main uh, girl. The one I didn't like. The one that died. Oh, uh, uh no, she, like, not Cheevers. Uh, she gave that guy her blanket. Oh whatever. God, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but it you was know what I mean. it was Kate Winslet character. Yeah, Kate Kate Winslet's character. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like you're really rooting for her, and mm-hmm. then she gets sick, and she knows that's it. Doctor Mears. Doctor Mears. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was so sad. That was really. Sad. I know. Even like listening back on the podcast, like you could totally tell that we were like really upset that she died. Yeah, because I like Doctor Mears. I know. I Her know. and uh, Cheever Matt, and yeah, no, you like Matt Damon's character. Matt Damon's character. Oh my god. Well, it's a good character. Can we talk about Jory? I feel like we did not talk about Jory that much. Which one is Jory? Jory was his daughter. I feel like we didn't really what about talk. Her? I feel like we didn't really talk about she's her that much. She's literally like we know her dad is like the average guy and how the average guy would react to a pandemic. She's literally just a plot device. How? She literally exists just to move her dad forward. I mean, I guess. He he his, she is his motivation. To do what? To survive. I I feel like if he had been alone mm. and found out Beth was cheating on him, he would have just been like he would have stayed home or whatever, but like he wanted to get his daughter out as well. Yeah. So he, she served as his motivation. On top of like her being with that, sneaking off with that one guy. Oh, like, Timothy Chalamet. That wasn't Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Don't put his name in this podcast. Oh my god. Maybe if I just like say it enough, he'll appear like Beetlejuice. No. <laughs> um. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Contagion? I think we rated it a six. Is it still a six? I think I gave it an 8 and you gave it a 6 and that averaged out to a 7. Yeah. But I just gave it an 8 because I really enjoyed it. Not mm-hmm. that the movie's like worthy of like an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Like actual rating wise it's probably like a closer to a 6. Yeah. But like I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. That's so, good. so I think we gave it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. 
Okay, and All next right. up. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> so, I don't like Anna. I don't think you're supposed to. And I think Anna is literally just, you know, a, a, a way... She's such a blank character that she's literally just a way for, like, me, an average woman, to put myself in her shoes. So, funny enough, mm-hmm. yesterday... Or the day before, mm-hmm. I saw a TikTok. Yeah. Or it was a Twitter. It was a video of a TikTok. Like someone posted it to Twitter yeah. or something. And someone was like, oh, I thought he was... This guy was saying something about Fifty Shades of Grey uh-huh. or whatever. And everyone was like, oh, you had us in the first half. And he was saying, he was like, Fifty Shades of Grey isn't what like men want. You know, and whatever. And everyone's like, oh. Mm-hmm. But then he's just like, because you look at Christian and he... He dominates everybody. Mm-hmm. He dominates his security. He dominates his secretary. Mm-hmm. He dominates all the people that he works uh, over. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his job. Yeah. You don't want... Uh, but you... Uh, in, in he's like, in actuality, Christian would be a submissive. Because you yes. don't... Because you don't want to make sex, like, work. Yeah. You don't want to... You don't want to come home from working all day where you uh-huh. are dominating everyone in a work mm-hmm. uh, area and then come home and dominate someone in a personal way mm. keep it pg uh, keep it pg <laughs> yeah like you know in reality he would be more he would be a submissive and anna would be a dominant well, and that's how that relationship that, should work he says that in the third movie though he's like oh you're topping from the bottom that's not how that works i mean yeah but i do he's still in but charge he was a submissive he was a submissive to mrs robinson first being a victim of Okay, yeah. Yeah, being yeah. a victim doesn't count. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, he was a submissive, and that's how that doesn't he count, tries though. to convince Anna. He, he, no, okay, well, if looking at it from that way, you could argue that he's a dominant because he feel he felt emasculated mm-hmm. by her taking advantage of him, and this is his way of reclaiming that independence or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that also really makes I sense. I tried an because, essay about be, that. Because a lot of people who are victims don't. Yeah. They, that's not something that you just get rid of by becoming more dominant you know mm, that's crazy um you don't you don't clear up all years of trauma by just switching up your sex life literally i feel like that whole like i'll say it in the podcast and i'll say it again like oh he needs somebody to match his energy and i don't understand why he chose anna or wants to go after her when she doesn't want that and he was like, "Oh, I don't date. I don't. I don't sleep in the same bed." <laughs> You're weird. He, All right. Uh, but then he like takes her on a date and like shows her a good time. Like it doesn't make any sense. What are you waiting for? Literally, bro. Literally. That's the only like part, to be honest, that I remember. Just them like flying around in the helicopter, doing all this. Oh, taking stuff him to, to his song, house. Yeah. To, to that song. Yeah. That's the only like memorable. He flies part. around. I can't wait till we do the second one, bro. It's so funny. Oh, it cracks me up. Oh my god, yes, we're doing it in February. Where he, where he almost dies. Bro, it cracks me up. Correct. It is like the funniest part of that whole movie it was mid not gonna lie <laughs> the second one yeah oh my gosh is there any other critiques you like to talk about 50 shades no the dialogue i know you hated it i just hate it because it's smut smut it's, it's smut is it is it giving like 16 year old like loki it's x giving someone, it's, it's giving back in fifth grade when we watched the video you what know, video? The video. What's the video? One, they wheeled, sat us all in the gym and wheeled the TV card in and explained our, how our hormones are changing. Oh. It's giving someone just found out about that mm-hmm. and once and snuck some of their parents, uh, 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 snuck some video out of their parents' porn collection and is just filling in the gaps. Oh my god. That's what this movie feels like. <laughs> I remember when I read the book, like I would just be like. Every time, like they would have sex, I'd be like, "Oh my god!" Because it felt like every three pages that they had already had sex, so they're having sex again. Also, I wanted to mention this earlier, like oh, when we were doing the movie. But you know how like Christian Grey is based off of like Edward. You gotta press it. Yeah. So it's based off of like Edward, from yeah. Okay. So the closest thing we ever get to blood is when he's like about to fuck her, but she's like, "Oh, I'm at my period." He's like, "I don't care." And he takes her tampon out. 
I don't remember that. It happened in the book, not in the uh, movie. I was like, I feel like that wouldn't have flown. In the d- well, I know. There's a lot of things that happened in the uh, book that I knew was not going to fly in the film. I just remember that being like such a like, what the fuck moment. <laughs> Are you ready to give this film its rating? rating? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're done talking about Fifty Shades? You lost me at... <laughs> what, you lost me at digging No, no, the one... No, her. but the one that stuck with me was like, she's like, oh, I don't have a toothbrush. Like, she's staying with him. And this happened in the book. She doesn't have a toothbrush, so she uses his, and she's like, oh, I'm so dirty. I don't... Uh, like, I'm using his toothbrush to brush my teeth. I remember that so vividly. So... I read this book at 12 years old, and I remember it <laughs> so vividly. <laughs> I know. I feel like that's more of a reflection on your parents, on you know. Well, I think my mom was like, "Well, this is stupid, and I don't care. Here, you could read it." And I don't. Sahara consumed that. Literally, I consumed a lot. I was the one writing the smut. But you texted. You texted me, me on my Mac. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> wait, wait to flex your. I had to. I had to. Okay. Anyway, as I was saying. So my what would Mac. You- Oh my god. My MacBook. Stop. Okay, so what would you rate this movie? Uh, out of 10? Mm-hmm. Can I go lower than that? No. No. <sighs> Two. I go to four. So on average, three? Yeah. So right now, out of all our movies, out of 20 possible points, they have averaged 10. <laughs> Not a good look. Not a good look. I, no, I think the next one was Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, and then we did the other one. Mm-hmm. So, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, Bad Times at the El Royale. Uh, I really like this movie just because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to movies like that, mm-hmm. you just gotta, like, relax. Like, I feel like Bad Times at the El Royale does what, like, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood tries to do. But people like that movie, though. Okay, well, people will do anything as long as Tarantino's name is on it. So, <laughs> like, I don't care. Mm. I, I, I don't l- think a director directing a film on name alone makes mm-hmm. the film good. Yeah. Like, look at Spielberg and War of the Worlds. Or I've never seen that movie. Arguably E.T. I mean, E.T.'s good, but it's, like, not the best of his movies. Yeah. You know? Uh... Or then you have Tarantino. I mean, the movies are good, but and you could argue that he's more of a quality over quantity. But like, mm-hmm. all of his movies kind of give off the same vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, I just just, a, that's just a personal thing. With me. Yeah. I don't watch a movie just because uh, of the director. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the only. Um... My only exception to that rule is Marvel movies. Yeah. I'm not watching Marvel movies to do an analysis. Yeah. I'm watching Marvel movies because I want to feel better than all the other nerds. Who's that girl? <laughs> what? Talk about She-Hulk. Oh my god. <laughs> Starts watching She-Hulk and Sarah's a Marvel fan again. I love She-Hulk. I don't know why people shit on it's it. Madison with two N's and a Y. And, and now in the place you think. Can we get more Madison, please? Can we get more Madison? More Madison. This is a Madison Stan account. Madison Central. Madison Wong- she said Wongers. <laughs> That's not what she said. That is exactly what she, she said. said. Wongers. That's what I said. What did you say? Wongers. Oh, I didn't sound like you said Wongers. What did you think I said? Goners. Oh, my God. You're totally making that up. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway. Uh, For yeah. me, Bad Times at the El Royale was just really... I mean, when things were happening, it. yeah, it was boring. It was so boring. That movie, it paced itself really well. Like, it didn't linger on it. I mean, area. I guess. I feel like, um, like, nothing really paid off, I guess. I mean, yeah, um... Wait, what do you Dar- mean? What's her name? Is her name Darlene? Dar- uh, yeah, Dar- Darlene and Father Flynn. Father Flynn! <laughs> awesome i loved them i love them and i'm glad that they got like a little happy happy ending in the end in the end it made me really happy but like i like miles sorry Miles. yeah but miles dies and then they on top all die of that, except for darlene and i know Flynn. and it's just like like nobody gets their happy ending and it just makes me really sad like i mean it's yeah darlene and them live but darlene is still singing at reno and i don't think that's what she really wanted she just wants to sing yeah but that guy was just like or her recording uh studio guy was like oh you're gonna end up singing at reno and that's exactly what she ended up doing 
Well, she was going to Reno to sing. Like, that was... She was yeah, but the, her recording studio director made it seem like that was a bad thing to do. If it pays... Like, if she sings at Reno, then she's a failure. If it pays the bills. I mean, I guess. Now, it, 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 he only says that because the only other option in, in, in Nevada is Vegas. And come on, it's Vegas. Like, yeah. Re- Reno isn't bad. It's just, you know, not the entertainment... One of the enter- entertainment capitals of the world, you know? Like... You know, uh, and he only said that partially. His, to quote that one thing, I don't know if this is a uh, a black thing or a woman thing, but you don't know where that's from. Ghostbusters. I was about to say. Well, I just can't, I can't remember her name, but Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. You know that he he's just not a cool guy. Yeah. By today's. I standards. mean, I guess, but, and I just I feel like it's very like the whole movie is very like undeserving i'm like wow all that for nothing what do you mean i don't know i, I just, got some money i guess i guess i, I will know. say it really annoyed me with the whole like cult subplot just because like I yeah what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like huh crim's hemsworth coming out of fucking nowhere you're like okay they said we got money to blow on the budget. Literally, but no. they didn't. They didn't have money to blow on the budget, Christian. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, it's like the whole cult subplot with like uh, the older sister is. Mm-hmm. Uh, kid- oh, Emily and it, Rosie. Yeah, Emily is air quotes kidnapping her younger mm-hmm. sister. She's kind of just like getting her to leave the cult or whatever. Yeah. Which valid, like yeah, go sis. But mm-hmm. like, and then she didn't. She immediately like untied the person who has the strongest connection, her sister, mm-hmm. her strongest connection with the cult leader. Yeah. I would not have let her out of my sight. Yeah. And she kind of just did. Yeah, I know. And it just was essentially gets her killed. And I feel like... She didn't care. Either. Rose did not I care. I feel like Rose did care because she did kind of cry. But then um, when Chris Hemsworth's character, Billy, when he comes into the picture and he, like, guides her away, like, and it's just, like, it's just really sad because, you know, like... We all deal with, like, trauma in different ways, you know? We all deal with trauma. And Rosie just so happened to, like, use Billy Lee, you know, as an escape instead of her sister. Which essentially gets her sister and herself killed. And it's just it's just really sad to see. Because, like, I wanted Emily to make it to the end. Like, I really thought she was... I did. I loved Emily's character. And I wanted more of her. You just I liked her because of who played her. Oh, I love Dakota Johnson. But, like... <laughs> oh, my God. Who's going to win? Emily or Anna? Uh, Emily bodies, like... I feel like Emily would fucking face fuck Anna. <laughs> Emily's just like... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, anyway, so what do you rate this movie? Um, I give it a five. I'm sorry, how would you rate it, Mr. Of course. I guess at an average of seven. I mean, like, but back to my original thought, I just feel like Emily's story just... There were a lot of stories that kind of just, like, came out of it nowhere. It felt and unfinished. Ended, and, and ended It felt it very felt. unfinished. Like, and it wasn't very explained. Like, mm-hmm. you, you had to know what's going on mm-hmm. or read the Wikipedia article uh, <laughs> to understand that he was there to grab FBI surveillance bugs. Yeah. And what he was finding... Why he was concerned, he was finding the FBI bugs, mm-hmm. but he was finding other bugs there as well in the same exact spots, which means someone knew the bugs was there and then added their own instead of just taking them out or replacing them, you know? Which in the original podcast, I had a really hard time comprehending. Yeah, well, we were. <laughs> I was trying to explain it to you, but we were. I think you explained it to me like three times, bro. Huh? <laughs> anyway. So how do we, how does that average out to my five and your nine? A seven. Okay. So on our, our out of a th- out of thirty possible points, our movies come in at seventeen. <laughs> and then next is our lost episode, our lost the episode, Fantastic Four, which we will be re-recording. <laughs> will we? Will we re-record it? Yeah. The reason why we didn't do it is because we got the munchies and we were snacking, and yeah, all we you could eating. hear, yeah. all you could hear was the bag. I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like, Sahara, be quiet. She was like, <laughs> That is, why are you lying? It sounded like Pac-Man over here. <laughs> Waka 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 waka. But do you want to talk about the Fantastic Four for a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I figured. <laughs> That's why we're here, aren't we? Oh my god. So, honestly, a lot of people should on. It's the 2004. This movie was really good for like. Version? For, for like 
two th- early 2000 mm-hmm. movies. Be- I love it. Superhero movies. I don't know why people shit on it so much. I love it. I love seeing Jessica Alba. Because they compare it to modern Young movies. Chris Evans. I'm eating it up every time. Because they compare it to modern Marvel movies. I just feel like that's so unfair, though. Because, like, modern Marvel movies, especially, like, what, Phase 4... Is such like I feel like people are holding on to it so hard. Still holding on. Let Let go. go. Let go. Yeah, literally. Like you're not ready for like the experimentation. Like they made their money. They have enough to have us as an audience. And people, like I even saw on TikTok where this girl was like, "Oh, there's just too many characters being introduced, and I just feel like I can't fall in love with them like I did in Phase Four. And it's just like, bro, what are you on? Yeah, like honestly, they were introducing everybody. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. There was something about, like, those early 2000s movies. Mm-hmm. You had the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Mm-hmm. You had both Fantastic Fours. Mm-hmm. You had... Oh, uh, God. I, I just came up with, like, a list in my head. Uh, you had the X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. You had... Uh, X-Men. But it was X-Men and... Um, what were the Marvel properties that got sold to so, Sp- uh, Spider-Man? X-Men, Spider-Man and something you oh and then you had like you even had smaller movies like ghost rider which mm-hmm. were really good yeah i ghost rider scared me i bet the ghost rider scared you <laughs> yeah. ghost rider scared yes you. i was a young girl i was a young girl and it was nick cage so there's it was that nick cage. <laughs> he, was, he was like <laughs> give him the smolder i'm nicholas cage but anyway but oh, uh goodness we should have a Nicolas Cage month where we just watch Nicolas Cage movies. I would love that. Would you? I want to watch Lord of War. What's that? So funny that you mentioned this. Okay. <laughs> so, you know how Russia arrested that one U.S. basketball player? Okay. Brittany Griner? Yeah. Okay. And you know how the U.S. was, like, proposing a prisoner swap? Mm-hmm. And the prisoner... Did they ask for Nicolas Cage? No. <laughs> the prisoner swap, they wanted this guy that we had arrested, okay? Uh-huh. That guy was the subject of a movie starring Nicolas Cage called Lord of War. Okay. And what he did was, after the Soviet Union fell apart, he would bribe ex-Soviet officials, and he would take all these, like, weapons and supplies that were just laying around, yeah. and he would sell them around the world to, like, um, not good people. That sounds really complicated. It's a good movie. I, I want to wa- I want to watch it, though. I haven't seen it all the way through. Really? It was good so far, <laughs> from what I saw. So anyway, back to Fantastic Four. I loved Ben. I love that ben. he's the voice. Literally, I love that he's like the vo- He gets so shit on. Bro, fuck his wife. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Like, how are you going to marry somebody and be like, oh, for better? Or- literally. Yeah. And she freaks literally. the fuck out, almost getting herself ran over, bro. Literally. Like, ah, she fucking pisses me off, bro. You, though. Why would I? If you, you would leave me. Bro, if you turned into a rock, I'd be like. That's the rock. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, it's not a boulder. What did you think of that bridge scene? Because I know, I remember I wrote all the notes down of what was happening, but you're like, this is too much happening and I don't like it. I think superhero movies, mm. every single one has a scene mm. where they really like, be, not just become aware, like they know they have powers, mm. but they are aware of their possibility. And back then, uh, Spider-Man realized he could climb up the walls. Mm-hmm. Like, he had already shot webs out of his hand. Iconic. But he was like, what if I climb this wall? Uh, so how do you, like, come up with that? Well, he saw, like, the barbs on that his That would hand. scare me. I would be freaking the fuck okay. out. And in Iron Man... And he thinks, like, oh, let me climb this wall real quick. In, in, Iron, in Iron Man mm-hmm. 2008, you had... Uh, he was in the cave, and he saw all... What he saw, what he was doing, mm-hmm. and how his weapons were ending up in the wrong hand. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I can change this. And so, like, he develops the first Iron Man suit, or whatever. You know, uh, it really just has a means to escape. It's just glorified body armor. Really. Yeah. But then, like, he realizes he's like, after he he's able to escape, he's like, I think I can do more with this. You know, mm. like he's like, I can. This he's like, this shouldn't just be a one-time thing. He's like, I can do this and like protect people from the weapons that I helped create, you know? Or, you know, things like that. Like, a superhero really becomes aware mm-hmm. of what they can do now. And you could even say in Captain America, it's when, right after he becomes Captain America, mm-hmm. quite literally, he, uh, there's the whole, that German agent kills uh, the doctor, I can't remember his name, and... Oh, Stanley Tucci? 
It is. It was Stanley Tucci. Yeah. It is Stanley. And it made me so sad. I was like, not Tucci. I forgot that was Stanley Tucci. Yeah, literally, bro. Was it? It was Stanley Tucci. Huh. Look it up right now. I, I believe you. I'm Thank you. Like, so I was like, oh, oh good, because I lied. <laughs> no, and then, like, he's chasing the German agent. Mm-hmm. He's, like, uh, you know, using a car door as a shield, mm-hmm. you know. He's running after him using his speed and holding on to his car. Did he rip somebody else's car door out of, like, the street? I think so. That's so fucking it rude. might have been the German guy's car, but... <laughs> And it's warranted then. That's the warranty. My goodness. Um, I feel like. But yeah, what I was just trying to say is, like, mm-hmm. superhero movies back then, less so now. Mm-hmm. At least not that I've noticed, but back then, yeah, there, there was like that whole genre of superhero movies in the or in the two thousands was like, a superhero has a person has normal life. Something happens. They get powers. They realize they have powers and want to use them for good and then they meet a villain and then yeah 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 but like they all had like that same like formula mm. which which I feel like a lot of people overlook when they're like oh Marvel movies are all the same superhero movies are all the same yeah really the same formula yeah anyway go on what were you saying um oh I just really liked I mean I loved it I mean yeah. I loved it as a kid and I love it as an adult now yeah. like I don't understand why you get shit on I mean like maybe it's get not fitting shit on. I mean it's not fitting the comic book like stuff but I mean it's like, a genre it's the bad bitch genre <laughs> but I just I mean I enjoy it for what it was it's just a goofy like family Jeez, fun movie a, a, just a goofy family fun movie and I just I, I really enjoyed it yeah I mean I thought Dr. Doom was really good as a villain um, I think his origin story as a villain is very like his origin story was a little murky do you think so well I don't know like his his comic book origin story mm-hmm. is like very different. Yeah. But in this, I just feel like with the name, I feel like with the name like Victor Von Doom, I think you're just prophesized to be. Up for yeah, literally, I think you're just prophesized to be an evil person. And I know, like in the like Miles Teller version, I remember we watched was so like boring, just really boring. boring. And I'm just like I'm bored. I, I I I couldn't remember anything that happened in that movie. That's but like you don't pay attention to movies. I mean, I guess, but I mean, like with this movie, I'm just like, oh yeah, like like this happens and this happens and this Reed happens. Richards. I know he's so hot, Daddy, bro. He's a dilf. What's his name? Which one? The guy who plays Reed. Oh God. He has a. He's like a Welsh. Yeah, he's Welsh. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, not bored. Chris Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans, Daddy Evans. Mm. I think I think I enjoy. I remember when he was announced as Captain America. I was so like, so was like sad. Huh? I was just huh? like, oh, who's gonna play the Human Torch now? Huh? The answer was Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> what do you think? Chris Evans as Johnny Storm, or Chris Evans as Ransom from Knives Out? Ransom. <laughs> Chris Evans does do- I've noticed he's done a lot of villain characters lately like I don't know do lately you think- where, I mean, where, like where were you at uh, oh god does he play a bad guy in that Snowden movie or Snowpiercer I'm sorry not oh that my. Snowden movie <laughs> I was like okay so I was like he plays a bad guy recently as if like Scott Pilgrim doesn't exist I love that movie um, I bet you do. Shut up. Um, I mean, I feel I like mean, he's been playing Captain America for years. Like, years. They're only like, let's see. Six movies? Mm-hmm. But that spans years, though. Wait, seven. There were four Avengers movies. So, let's see. Um, Captain America... Winter Soldier. I hated the Age of Ultron, and I wish that movie never existed. Didn't ask. Captain <laughs> America, Winter Soldier, Civil War, mm. Avengers, mm. Age of Ultron, Infinity War, Endgame. Did you count the Winter Soldier? Uh, yeah, okay. that was the second one. Okay. I'm just saying, God. God. Going. I don't know. I just feel like Chris, Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Chris Evans is trying to like shed like his, 
is trying to shed like that good boy, all American, Captain America. In Republican town. Stop. Um, cause you know he's in that movie in another sweater and his like little like uh, goose mustache on Netflix. I think the movie's on. Do you know what I'm talking about? Which movie? Where he's like he's playing a bad guy and he's fighting Ryan Gosling. I think. Oh! Do you know what I'm talking about? The movie that's like been in trailers. Yes. Yeah, that movie looks. Why terrible. do trailers look fake? Like I feel like that. We're living in the era where the you know what I mean. Like, like when we saw trailers, Moonfall, yeah. the trailer for Moonfall. Moonfall. Like that looked like literally. <laughs> like <laughs> why do they and like ambulance? Like these these trailers look like they belong Moonfall, on a TV show. Ambulance, whatever the movie with Chris Evans and who was it? Ryan Gosling. I think so. Yeah, Ryan Gosling's like. Why do they look fake? I don't know. <laughs> We said Cracks make original. We said make original movies, but we didn't say make bad original movies. That's not what we meant. Not what we meant. Anyway, anyway. Um, how would you? I mean, we didn't even talk about Fantastic Four. Yeah, um, I mean, not really. Uh, there's not much to talk about. That's yeah, true. How would we rate that? Even though we didn't really post it on the podcast, how would you rate the film? In keeping with tradition, I'd give it a Fantastic Four. Oh my gosh! No, okay. <laughs> I'd give it a five. I'd give it a five. Oh my god, I was gonna it's say not, six. It's not good, it's not bad, but it's... For me, I feel like it's very nostalgic. Yeah, it's a kids movie. Yeah. So, can't really... Kids movies, you can't really rate good or bad, because yeah. the audience are people who don't understand the movie. So, I give it a five. So, out of a possible 40 points, our movies have a 22.5 average, mm. which is a failing grade. <laughs> I, I said five, you said four, right? I said six. Oh, six? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's a 5.5 on average. So, yeah. 17 plus 22 point... All right. 17. Christian's really doing the math here. Yeah, 22.5 out of 40. Nice. Which is... I'm going to math this. Got to get the calculator out. Yeah. 100 divided by 40 times 22.5. That's a 56.25%. I mean, we're almost passing. No, we're we're failing. I mean, yeah, but you're close to a D. Okay, you're close closer to a D. Yeah. Closer to a D, which means you're almost not failing. Almost not failing, she says. Um, Movie, movies are terrible. Oh my gosh. Take better movies. Babe. All right, Solo, a Star Wars story, mm-hmm. which I'm currently editing and should be out by this Sunday. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Woo! Uh, what do you think about Solo? Um, honestly, I think I liked it way more than I thought I would. Because I remember we watched it when it first came out and I got bored with it. Well, not when it first came out, but like it came to like Disney Plus mm-hmm. app f- yeah. for the first time. Yeah, and then we watched it. And we it. tried to watch it because I was like, yeah. oh, it's the one Star Wars like thing I've never seen. Mm-hmm. Not not counting Resistance, but uh, not I'm not watching that. Uh, and we tried to watch it. And we made it through like the first fifteen minutes, mm-hmm, and we got bored with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we were eating cheese from Whole Foods. This was on Netflix party. Mm-hmm. No, we watched it together. No. Whatever. Swear to God. Okay, fine. Uh- <laughs> Gaslight me. No, I I really enjoyed it the second viewing. Like yeah. I th- liked it way more than I thought I would. It's, it was a really good movie, mm-hmm. and it was to the point where. We just got bored with it because we wanted to do something else. Like yeah. I don't think I don't think we were wanted to watch a movie. Yeah. But like, it's actually wanting to watch a movie and picking this one mm. was a good idea. Like it, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really loved Beckett. Probably you, you my liked, favorite. You liked Beckett. I loved Beckett. I, so I was like, I love me some Beckett. I love me some Beckett. It made me sad. Like I thought the crew was gonna be there for a while. That's what I'm saying. I, I really wish were, that like. Spoiler with, alert. Oh my god, they're probably they've already have the like, seen it. Like yeah, years. I'm probably gonna put this out on Wednesday next week. So all right, whoop whoop. So by the time they'll have time to have seen it, they'll but have time, yeah. <laughs> so it won't be spoilers. Spoiler. Oh my god. Um, like they were saying that like this should be like three movies. Like he signed Aaron Reich signed a contract for three movies. So there's supposed to be three movies, and I don't understand why we could have built. I would not watch Han, uh, Han Solo movies. What do you, I would have. I would have. I liked it. 
I want to know. I want to know more. I want to know more. And I really hate how like everything. Well, what I think they're doing. Is, sorry, go ahead. No, I'll it's look okay. It, I'll look it up. You keep going. Like I, I really wish like the first movie was about Han like being with the uh, Imperial Army and then him meeting uh, Beckett's team and then the end be Beckett losing his team. Okay. Mm-hmm. That like everything in the beginning, fine. And then up until like Be- like I want to see like Han in this relationship with other people and him learning how to be like a smuggler, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then maybe he meets Chewie in this film. Who knows? But then the next movie, the second one, could be the Kessel Run. You know what I mean? Or the third movie could have been the Kessel Run, or something. But like, I just feel like this movie was incredibly like rushed. Like it. The beginning felt very, very rushed and just very out of place from the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, from when... Um, up until the point where I think, like, maybe when they steal the Quaxium for the first time and yeah. then Beckett team dies, for me, I feel like that's where the movie really starts. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, really... So I was looking at something else. No, I'm okay. pretty sure... Because the, there's a new Lando series coming out. I wonder if that's what he's going to be in. Did you know about that? There's a whole bunch of new Star Wars media coming out. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Are you going to watch it? There's one I'm really looking forward to called The Acolyte. What's that about? It takes place about 100... It's at the very end of the High Republic, mm-hmm. which is like... And in, in this canonically... It's taking place like 100 years before the events of uh, The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. And pretty much it's about, like, the rise of the Sith. So I don't think we'll see Palpatine, mm-hmm. but we, I think we will see Palpatine's master. Mm. But, or something like that. So not Snoke? No. Was Snoke real? No. Oh. I mean, yes, but he was a clone. Mm. Yeah, that was that was weird. Yeah. I didn't we like that. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. Let's not, let, let's not watch those movies for this podcast. <laughs> I feel like that's just beating a dead horse. Is it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there, so there's more Star Wars media coming out, which I feel like he'll be in, and I think that's mm-hmm. where the three contract, three movie contract comes in. Okay, cool. Because uh, that would really suck. Because I, I mean, on one hand, I think this movie was fine mm-hmm. being one thing, because it was a two and a half hour long movie. Mm-hmm. So I think it was fine uh, with what it was. Yeah. You know? I don't think they should have made more movies. I think it was paced pretty well. A you little think fast. So? Yeah. A little fast, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. I just feel like I want to know more. I want to know more about Kira. I wish I knew more about Beckett, you know, like Beckett and um, his girlfriend's like relationship. Like they want, they were ta- they talked briefly about wanting to settle down, you know, like oh this is our this is our last, our last run, you know, and then we can settle down, you know, and like things like that make me so sad, especially when his whole team is dead. And I felt like Beckett really was like, okay, oh well, and same, moved on. Same energy as the uh, side character mm. in the quest or whatever. And it's like, oh, I can't wait to go home and tell my son about this. You know? Oh my goodness. Rip. Uh, but like, I don't know. I just like, I like this movie a lot mm. and I wish I saw it sooner. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have watched it again for the podcast, so I don't know. But like, one thing I'm noticing mm-hmm. is that while it's really great for people who are super into Star Wars, like mm-hmm. myself, and really enjoy the franchise, mm-hmm. I kind of don't appreciate a lot of the very obvious fan service that's going on. Really? Like, like the, the very obvious. Like, I, know, I knew that Crimson Dawn was run by Darth Maul mm-hmm. because I watched Star Wars The Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and there's a whole arc of uh, Maul trying to get back at Palpatine. Mm -hmm. He fails, so he decides to try and consolidate as much power for himself as he can. Mm -hmm. He takes over all the crime syndicates, Mm -hmm. like the Pike Syndicate, who, Mm -hmm. uh, at the time, time, he was able to take control of the Pike Syndicate for Mm -hmm. a bit there, I think. Eventually, he doesn't, but uh, the Pikes are the ones that were created the spice if you remember yeah in the movie mm-hmm. so but i knew that maul ran crimson dawn yeah okay i knew that i don't think it was very important to the movie to show us that especially on something they're probably never gonna touch base with mm-hmm. because i don't think they're gonna hit up the period between solo mm-hmm. and uh new hope 
that period do you think you don't think they're gonna touch it they're not gonna touch that period again mm. because and also we already know what happens to maul mm. we knew maul was alive and dead before like we'd seen it on screen i think mm. i think that episode of rebels came out before this movie even came out so if you're a big enough fan of star wars you know that maul has lived and died already so there's yeah i was really confused by that and i think you said this in the podcast i think you explained it to me how maul is alive but like um when he is alive for solo story and then is killed by kenobi like how like fill in that gap for me because i feel like i'm confused like do you want the actual unabridged story i would like you to fill the gap yeah okay so maul being Maul mm-hmm. wants to wants as much power for himself as he can. Okay, start. He's alive when he's like Kira. I okay. I'm the leader now. Okay, whatever. Cool. Okay, he goes to this planet. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. So is he just trying to kill Kenobi this entire time? Not this entire time. Because from what you showed me with the he that does, show, he, he doesn't know Kenobi. Uh, so he uh, okay. He doesn't know Kenobi's alive yet. Oh. He thinks Kenobi's dead right now with everyone mm-hmm. else. It's. In Rebels, mm. he goes to this planet. He's searching for this um, uh, holocron, which mm. is like data storage almost. But you need that you be able to use the Force to open it. Mm. So only Force-sensitive people can use holocrons. Isn't he Force-sensitive? Yeah. Okay. So that's why he wants it. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, he ends up getting trapped there. He can't get to the holocron, but he can't leave the planet either because mm. I guess a ship breaks or something. He runs into Ezra, Kanan, and, spoiler alert, Ahsoka, mm-hmm. and they are able to help him. Um, they help him? Well, he helps them, kind mm. of. They all kind of work together. Inquisitors are after them, mm-hmm. if you remember the Inquisitors from Kenobi. Did I, you, I, I didn't watch Kenobi. You didn't watch? Oh, okay. Inquisitors are Force-sensitive. You don't have to explain that okay, to Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, they're like Vader, but not as deadly. Okay. Like, they're kind of, like, weaker. Yeah. But they're, you know... You know, Empire Jedi, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, they're able to get the holocron or whatever, and eventually Maul and uh, some uh, something happens. Maul kind of turns on them, but eventually they reunite. Maul and Ezra finally use the holocron. The holocron, this one in particular, will show them what they want. Mm-hmm. Ezra wants to find a way to defeat the Sith. Maul, we don't know it at the time, mm-hmm. but Maul wants to use it to find Kenobi. So, be, but because they both use it at the same time, mm-hmm. it like combines their things. So Ezra, he wants to know a way to destroy the Sith. Well, it sh- it shows Ezra Kenobi, mm-hmm. and through Kenobi, Luke through Luke, turning Vader back to Anakin, mm-hmm. hence destroying the Sith. You know, some weird roundabout way, but that's how the, he destroys the Sith. Not mm-hmm. him directly, but you know, mm-hmm. and Maul, he wants to get revenge. Or whatever, and or really, he just wants to know if Kenobi's alive, and that's why the dreams got mixed up, mm. kind of. So they're both in a race to get to Kenobi before the other one. Oh my gosh! And so that and that's what happens. Can't, Ezra is able to find Kenobi, mm-hmm. but then Maul is like fifteen minutes behind him, and <gasps> Kenobi's like, "Ezra, go," or whatever. You need to go and because Ezra asked Kenobi to help him in the rebellion, and Kenobi's like, "That's not my job here." He's like, he's like, I have another purpose. Oh my gosh. Luke, Luke. Yeah. And, and then Maul shows up and he's like, Ezra, go, go back to your friends or whatever mm-hmm. and take, and he doesn't, he doesn't take anything, but you know, just go. Mm-hmm. This is your chance. Leave. And Ezra leaves. And then him and Maul have that fight. Mm-hmm. Kenobi's fought Maul probably half a dozen times by this point. He knows Maul. He knows Maul will try and go for the kill immediately and so he can play for, plan for that kills them all like after three strokes and then that's it i just feel like that all of that i can tell that like star wars fans are like jerking off like oh and yeah. that's why i don't appreciate i know like i said i know that mm-hmm. maul is running crimson dawn this time. yeah you don't have to spoon feed me that information yeah so well i feel like that's more like it's for kind, people it's, who don't watch it okay well for people who don't watch it, they're probably wondering, I thought that guy died in episode one. That's true. So, like, it just creates them working. And, for yeah, you could say that it's incentive for them to watch the other stuff. But yeah. Like, no one's watching eight seasons of Star Wars The Clone Wars and then three seasons of Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. That's 11 seasons. That's... 
yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> just a lot of Star Wars yeah. to watch for a one-minute clip in a mm-hmm. movie that not every that, that that is arguably for some people is one of their least favorite Star Wars movies. Yeah, like it doesn't. There's no point to really have included that. Yeah, know? but it's whatever. <laughs> so, how would you rate this film? I really like Solo. Mm-hmm. I just really didn't like the fan service. Like, explain the... F- okay, besides that, what other fan service? We see how uh, Han wins the Falcon in a game of Sabacc. Do you really think that's fan service? I mean, it wasn't necessary. I mean... I feel like it was unnecessary for them to include the Falcon at all. Literally. But... I, I don't know. But like it could have been any other ship. Also, also this could also this whole heist could have taken before the Falcon. Like this, mm-hmm. that could have been an afterthought. Like yeah, he, like he takes his money after delivering the job. He runs into. But doesn't he get it from Lando? Isn't that something they say in the original that trilogy? Is something that happens. He does get the Falcon from Lando. Yeah, but it's not said that he gets the Falcon from Lando and then uses it to complete the Kessel Run in mm-hmm. uh, twelve parsecs. Yeah, so like it's not given in any order. We know that Han has done these things, mm-hmm. but like in what order? Yeah. So like. But, I mean, that's not really fan service. That was cool. I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But that that's, like, the least fan service. Okay, well, then explain what the most fan service was. Besides Darth Maul. I feel like you're saying these things, but you got nothing to back it up. I, th- I thought the whole Maul thing was pretty well backed up. <laughs> IMO. Okay. You got nothing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I... I don't. I. I'm just. I just feel like I'm going way too far on this tangent. Uh, no, you're fine. I'm. Okay. I'm enjoying it. Sarah's like, I'll, I'll edit it out anyway. <laughs> no, I'll keep it. You don't have to. It's all good. I though. feel like I'm going too far anyway. What do you rate the movie? Be honest. Um, a six. A six. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's me being generous. I'll say a five point five. How about that? You. What? What's wrong with five point five? Just you. Oh my god. I feel like a six is way too generous. Cause I didn't like it that much. I give it a seven. It's way too much. That's way too much. That's way too much. Alright, what's the average then? 5.5. The math is mathing today. The math is mathing. So 6.25 plus 22.5 out of 50. 22.5 plus 6.25 out of 50. That's 28.75. So, 28.75. That's a 57.5%. We're almost passing. So, I'll, so uh, on average, our movies are getting rate, rated a 5.7 out of 10. It's not bad. Almost a 5.6. That's not bad. Eh. Yeah. Mid. It's, it's literally Fifty Shades of Grey is tanking that number so hard. Because <laughs> the rest of them are like mid to upper tier. Yeah. Like I don't think, outside of Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. I don't think we've rate, rated anything lower than a five. Mm-hmm. But Fifty Shades of Grey is tanking. But Fifty that. Shades of Grey was so bad. Yeah. Like how are you going to fuck somebody in ripped jeans? And ripped jeans. That's all you have on. No shoes, no socks, no shirt. Ripped jeans. Ripped jeans. He I'm- said. <laughs> Embracing his inner Abercrombie and Fitch model. Christian. So hopefully we will be back recording to our regular schedule next week. Yep. Starting with our Halloween movies. So for the first two weeks we're gonna do some horror movies. Whoop whoop. And then the last two weeks before Halloween, like the holiday, we're gonna do two spooky fun family movies. So, yeah, how does that sound, Christian? That sounds really good to me, honestly. Okay, cool. It's not like we planned Should we it tell- out in advance or anything. Oh, we, don't. we planned it out six months in advance, you guys. I mean, it's always changing. The movies are always changing. It's like a whole schedule, and then she's like, mm, yeah, I no. really want to watch Spencer. So. <laughs> I was thinking we should have a month of biopics, bro. No. I will kill myself. <laughs> you say that, but you're like, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. I watched that. That's a movie. You watch biopics once. You, no one reads a biography more than once. <laughs> I don't know. I really like Diana in her own words. Ooh. <laughs> um, do you want to know what the first movie is? Of what? For October. 
Didn't you tell me? Uh, whatever. Tell me again. Tell, what was tell it? me for the audience. What, what was it? Do you remember? Uh, Casper. No. Oh. Uh, ha- <laughs> Halloween. No. Uh, You're so off. Uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh my God! No, everybody does Hocus Pocus. I wanted to avoid movies that everybody does. Oh, so what are we doing then? X. So the movies that everybody does. Nobody's done X for okay, a while. What, okay, what about the other movies? No, we can't tell what the other movies are. Tell me one. I just did. Other than X. No. Give me your phone. <laughs> do you want Okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. <laughs> so after X, we're going to do It Follows. Okay, so. <laughs> then after that, I believe it is either... Um, gosh. You don't got to spoil it. I was about to say, well, I know the last t- one is tune Adam's in, Family. Tune in to see what movies we do. Mm, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Sober it. thoughts. Sober thoughts. <laughs> it's Madison with two N's oh and a God. Y. Thank you guys for listening as we practically reiterate everything that we said. But <laughs> this is short form content. This, it, this was less than an hour. <laughs> Hopefully, once it's edited. You're welcome. <laughs> well, it's it's already we've only recorded 52 minutes. That's so. not bad. You'll probably edit this down to like 35. That'd so. be so fun. Okay. That'd be so fetch. Stop. So I'm trying to make fetch a thing. Oh my fetch god. Fetch is never gonna watch be a thing. Watch his Mean Girl ones. Yeah. All right. I've seen Mean Girls already. I've but you've it. only seen it one time. I've seen it before you. No, you haven't. I watched it on the band bus back on our trip. That's not. I watched it way before that. I, oh wow. Oh wow. I was like in elementary school Ooh. the first time I saw Mean Girls. Oh, I bet you thought you were a bad bitch too, huh? Oh, shut the fuck up. You weren't. I. You, keep, you kept trying to make fetch a thing, didn't you? Oh my god. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. <laughs>